0: Staying in Africa, I think it will one day be admitted with shame that it might have been in error to say that AIDS is bad as a disease, very bad, but not quite as bad as condoms are bad, or not as immoral in the same way. I say it, I say it in the presence of his grace, and I say it to his face, the preachings of his church are responsible for the death and suffering and misery of millions of his brother and sister Africans, and he should apologize for it. He should show some some shame. For condemning my friend Stephen Stephen Fry for his nature. For saying for saying you couldn't be a member of our church. You're born in sin. He's not being condemned for what he does he's being condemned for what he is you're a child made in the image of god oh no you're not you're a faggot and you can't join your church and you can't go to heaven this is disgraceful it's inhuman it's obscene and it comes from a clutch of hysterical sinister virgins who've already betrayed their charge in the children of their own church for shame
1: for shame hello everybody hi i miss that man <laughs> Me too, man, yeah, I think we say that every time that we use him for an intro
2: yeah well what I mean just what a great prolific speaker writer yeah thinker and someone
1: who just doesn't give a shit what other people think
2: yeah yeah, there well, is that too as, as far as what they think about him, I mean oh, clearly, yeah, definitely. clearly he had a huge problem with people thinking wrongly yeah <laughs> about about religious bullshittery, but mm-hmm. yeah i he's sorely missed for sure. I like, I like Christopher Hitchens. Well, welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. I'm Dan Ellis. Huh? Matt. Matt, Matt. Oh, there's a meow from Matt. <laughs> and we've got, <laughs> once again, we've got Christopher Reed, in the, Reed in the office. X-tifer. Hi, everybody. Studio basement room here.
1: I'll keep coming if they keep inviting.
2: On the podcast mm-hmm. with us
1: this week. I don't often get I, to sit face-to-face uh, <laughs> face with Dan on the show. Well, you, you did once
2: before when yeah, you had but to not often. the board. Yeah, but not often. Not very often, and Ryan is out communing with nature this Ryan week. Ryan and
1: his tattoos are canyoneering. Doing <laughs> doing some
2: some canyoneerings in his in his Earth Destroyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <laughs> tease him for that, but I think he said it gets better gas mileage than the last thing he
1: had. Yeah, and and the same as your car. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I think that. I think actually his might get a little better than my car. Yeah. I think I think he said it gets like twenty two twenty three holy shit I get like, like twenty one in my car, just under twenty one
1: mm-hmm. anyway, sweet
2: welcome to car talk, everybody <laughs> <laughs> so we're very very excited tonight. We're gonna have uh, Mr. Brian Fields on the show with us in a little bit uh he'll be telling us all about Postacon. not apostacon, but Postacon in Pennsylvania um we're looking forward to having him on here in a little bit so this this whole thing with with Hitchens talking about Stephen Fry uh, reminded me of an article that I didn't put in our little link farm here mm-hmm. that I'm going to have to go and find
1: sweet um sweet podcasting
2: it was <laughs> well it was it Clickety was uh, it was a person, a Christian person oh. who made a video game. Oh, I remember. Did you guys see yeah. that?
1: No. The video
2: game is is entitled, I believe, "Kill the Faggots." Uh huh. And it was published out on Steam. I don't know if you know what Steam is. You probably know what Steam is. You're a big gamer, right?
1: I don't, I don't know if I'm a big gamer. Yeah, I play the games. Yeah, you play the games. I've been into the Far Cry 4 map editor, which is fucking sweet. <laughs> I still haven't played the Far Cry 4. I, yeah. I almost beat the it. The Far Cry 4, I sound <laughs> like an old man. I almost beat it, and then I discovered map editor, and I haven't been back to my campaign, so uh, it's fun. Did you know you can actually win the game in the first, like, 20 minutes? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, they, it's one of those, it's one of those they, cool they little... They came out with that for Mario 1 and 3, I think, like... 10 years later too but no it's it's more like a when the guy at the beginning of the game and this is for those people that have probably played it tells you to stay here I'll be right back if you actually which, wait for him to come back which guy the dictator oh pagan yeah, yeah if, okay. when he tells you stay here I'll be right back if you actually stay there and wait for him to come back he'll he takes you to the end game oh no shit instead of like jumping out the window and starting to kill people oh right right interesting <laughs> yeah I didn't wait either I went downstairs I like it when games do that. Like I remember playing Myst back in the day, and you can finish Myst within like the first three minutes of the game, or you can go have fun and do all the puzzles. <laughs> How do you finish within the first three minutes? Uh, some stupid shit. You got to go into a fireplace, flip around, hit a certain number of buttons, and huh. I looked it up at one point, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to play this game that much. Have you played Far Cry 4? For a few minutes. Okay, and, but you don't own it. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Okay. I was just trying to make <laughs> I I borrowed it from the internet for a few minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'm like, okay, this is a pretty sweet game. I I actually should go out and buy this one. I was I was just trying to make a I was just trying to give you some nerd cred that you knew how to beat it and didn't even own it. Oh, no. I I downloaded it, played it for the first like 20 minutes or so and I'm like, this is pretty sweet. Um I'm going to go buy it. Yeah. So, uh, here you go internet. Have it back. I I'm <laughs> going to go pay for it. I will
2: release this back into the wild. It was a catch and release play. So, anyway, this I, I saw this somewhere else, I just, but I pulled it up on HuffPo here. Uh, the The headline of this article is Kill the Faggot Game Briefly Uploaded to Steam. Uh, the article goes on to say that an obscenely anti-LGBT video game uploaded to the digital game store Steam this week has drawn widespread condona- condemnation after encouraging players to shoot gay and transgender people to earn points. The game, called Kill the Faggot, is modeled after a first-person shooter. Players earn points for killing gay characters and receive a bonus if they hit a transgender person, which prompts a message reading, Transgender Kill, to flash on the screen. Players are penalized for shooting straight targets. And during gameplay, a voiceover repeats statements like, Straight Pride, and, Whoops, I just dropped the soap. Wow. Hmm. This, everything about this... Looks like making me very uncomfortable and a little bit ragey, right? Looks like Lethal Enforcers. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> Some it's, people might remember that game. It's, it's a fairly rudimentary game. Um, the game was uploaded early Monday and has since been removed from the Steam website. Uh, the URL now redirects to an error page. The project was created and uploaded by Randall Herman... A California video game developer and Christian shoe promoter. Christian
1: shoe. <laughs> they promoter. died for. Yeah, <laughs> believe in, a shoe that died for our sins. Well, <laughs> well, is that what?
2: It's all about saving souls, right? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Psh, so. so
1: uh, he was oh, able to get the game. On- I'm, I'm guessing they're cross trainers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, that one took me a while, but
2: he was he was able to get the game on Steam through the company's Greenlight initiative, which allows wannabe devel- developers to submit their own creations to gain exposure. Herman told the outlet he made the game by himself and that it was removed from the site within two hours before calling the gaming community overly sensitive and easily offended.
1: <laughs> yeah, really, when GTA 5 is the best-selling game of the year. Yeah. Yeah, we're easily offended.
2: Yeah, before Herman's work was removed, comments were filled with angry users calling for more rigorous measures to monitor community uploads. Greenlight currently requires a $100 fee for users in an effort to ke- in an effort to keep spam and joke submissions off the platform. Hmm. Greenlight's terms of service ban any quote threats of violence or harassment even as a joke and Inappropriate or offensive content. Which, I mean, that's all very subjective, right? But yeah, anyway, yeah. clearly this game was way over the line. Uh, Valve, Steam's parent company, did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the Huffington
1: Post. Just interesting, There, there's a little screen here that for you people listening that lists um, at the game over screen. It says, and I hate using these words, yeah. but gay fag homos killed, transgender freaks killed, and then straight people Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that so is really telling. There. Yeah, interesting <laughs> yeah. psychology, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, not, uh, yeah, as if as if homosexuals and and not, trans people aren't even people.
1: Or you know that they're not normal yeah. like everybody else.
2: Yeah. I mean, Sick. you know, heterosexuals are referred to as people, where trans people are freaks and homosexuals are homos. Gay nowhere bag. nowhere does it, yeah, nowhere does it say that they're even human beings. Right. Yeah.
1: Which which is an interesting and and he Whoops, he doesn't even consistently capitalize the same the same words on that on that page even. Oh. <laughs> and um Good catch, head Nazi. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I'm just saying I'm just saying if you're somebody that wants to be this critical, yeah, I'll fucking tear you apart too. Like what basically what he's saying is anyone who's not just like me is fucking fucked up. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Bro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a bunch of horse man. Yep. <laughs> So, I just saw that Brian tried calling me for some reason, and I don't know why, but anyway, uh, we will be calling him in about a half an hour, so I'm not quite sure why was trying to con- contact me right now.
1: We should talk more about that on the show. Yeah, we should,
2: because <laughs> everybody's going to find that really, really uh, interesting, I'm sure. Still so, jump
1: into some news. Big yes. headline for the week about the shooting in texas at the uh the the draw mohammed uh convention they were having Mm -hmm. just thought it was fascinating the that there's a whole bunch of people coming out in defense of the shooters
2: Mm. yeah
1: yeah yeah well we've 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 been seeing that we've been seeing that attitude for years right and most most recently we've seen it in baltimore and ferguson yeah people coming out in defense of the shooters well and it also it just it's just nothing it's just not a thing, wow, all right, sorry, I'm <laughs> typing out a message here. What did you say? Nope, go and on. and I'm trying to link things in my brain i'm like uh uh i'm f- uh. I'm
2: slow and I'm typing at the same time. oh Ryan, come back <laughs> 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 yeah ryan ryan, Ryan can be multitasking, and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm chewing, don't talk to me
1: are right, good, uh yeah, anyway, so no, but i mean, who was it that they had on um uh, Bill Maher's show that was saying that if you come out against uh, Islam, you're racist. It was uh, Affleck. Oh, Ben, ben Affleck. Uh, the Benefleck. Ooh, yeah. some nice thunder. And I'm, I'm just tired of people getting on um, either atheist case or other people's case when you attack a a, a thought system, a belief system, that all right. of a sudden it's, it's something tied with racism. Or... So
2: we said Benefleck. And there was thunder outside. It's just, I want to... Yeah, hope.
1: he is Batman. Well, he's actually <laughs> Bat-Dare-Man-Devil, so... bat dare
2: man Oh, yeah. Did you guys watch the new Daredevil series on um, Netflix? Six oh, episodes in.
1: I like it. In. It's really good. It it starts out a little rough, like... It was hard getting through those first, like, two.
2: Yeah, I, I would say the first three were a little rough for me, mainly because of... Uh, What's what's I was his, waiting for Fisk. What's his partner's name? Um, oh, um,
1: Froggy. Matt Damon. Foggy. Foggy. Foggy Bear. Yeah, he's not Foggy a good... Foggy Bear? Well, it, it's an it's a, it's a, <laughs> extremely, extremely uh, attractive lady that works at the law firm he used to intern at that he dated, and she calls him that, and that was on a recent episode, and it's just been in my head ever since.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, he he is not
2: a great actor. He's a wet least, blanket too. Or oh yeah, or at least not in this role. Like it's it's either that he's not suited for this role, or he's just not a very good actor, or we both. We are
1: talking about a superhero show, right? Yeah. Okay, but it's not. I it's know not you quite have a superhero, with superhero
2: stuff. It's a dude that
1: can well, take no, a punch. I mean, I don't necessarily <laughs> yeah. have a problem with him. I'm just not fucking twelve. <laughs> this show's not meant for twelve-year-olds. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> definitely when, not meant for twelve-year-olds. When, when
1: Vincent D'Onofrio does something with a car door to somebody. You haven't seen that yet, have you? Oh, no, I have. I, oh, okay. I watched
2: the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. I saw a couple people be like, so I'm really liking the show a whole lot, but there was this one scene with a with a car door, Yeah, and I just don't know that I can watch it. Hey, anymore.
1: hey bros, bros, do you remember how the Patriots won the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> yes. Isn't that awesome? No. <laughs> I lost money I'm on that kidding. game. Did the Patriots win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I know Ohio State won. Did they? Did they really? You're not asking me seriously.
2: No. <laughs> I was trying to change the
1: subject to something, yeah, sports balls, something that could even uh, lose more fans than I've already already done tonight. (laughs) So Islam, (laughs) yeah, there
2: was somebody in the Atheists of Utah group who, who I think we were, yeah, we were talking pre-podcast, and he he'd made a comment um, that you know, I, I think his initial comment. For his post was Well I guess I've outed myself as an atheist On my personal timeline now And I saw that and I was like Yay! Awesome, good for you Is or This is my inth- internal thought process right? I read that and I'm like Oh alright, great And then I read what he'd actually posted out on his wall And He basically said that The the people who were doing the Drama Muhammad contest there in Galveston Deserved what they got Like they deserved to be attacked because they were poking a bear.
1: Yeah. An Islamic bear.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think somebody even I think somebody on the thread even commented, like, oh sure, yeah, because you know, comparing Muslims to animals is is a perfect, you know, comparison. <laughs> as if as if that's a thing you should do. Um But yeah, I mean to it it's it's just victim blaming, you know. Well, they shouldn't have been drawing that cartoon. Well, she shouldn't have been drinking so heavily or wearing those clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, those gay people shouldn't hold hands and kiss each other in public. They're just asking to be stoned
1: to death. Yep. That darker-skinned guy shouldn't have turned around and ran when he saw cops.
2: Yeah, right. What are they thinking? They should they should know better. That yeah. It's it's blaming
1: well, victim. Yeah, exactly. Well, and even if these guys did this convention and it was an assholeish thing to do, which I don't see it that way. It's I mean I understand how people would get that, and it's kind of them poking. I think like we clearly said poking at people's faith and I think stuff clearly
2: like that. the organizers were assholes like yeah. they're they're just bigoted assholes, but the I, I don't I don't have a problem with them Holding a contest to draw Muhammad and awarding things for that, I have a I have a problem with a lot of the other things that Pam Gellar has said. Yeah, because mm.
1: she's she's a pretty terrible human. Well, I mean, being. I, I take part every year in the Draw Muhammad Day, and I can't draw worth the shit. But no, yeah, I still I do can't it just either. to go ha ha. Yeah, First I, Amendment, I, damn it, you know. I, well, yeah. exactly, and I, I think that's the point. Like, there's there are ideas out there which are just that, and they're infringing on our rights to do certain things, say certain certain things. Act in certain ways, they want to restrict our ability to fucking draw,
2: yeah, no belief and so no belief is
1: above mockery right and so and so having having an assembly of people who will get together and exercise their right to draw whatever the fuck they want, I think is a great thing because there there's got to be somebody out there pushing back a little bit.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, well, like so, I said, no belief is above mockery, and if it's a shitty belief, it deserves to be mocked. It behooves yeah. us we should be compelled to mock such
1: beliefs. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. If
2: your beliefs compel you to believe that you need to kill people for drawing a fucking cartoon, that shit should be derided and mocked openly and as often as possible.
1: Right, and, that, and that's and that's hardly the worst thing about your religion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, fact, the, the fact that you worship a fucking a neurotic epileptic... At pedophile is is not even the worst thing about you guys. Warmonger, yeah. That rose to heaven on a horse, a winged horse with a human face. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. wow, well, oh, Fuck. I was. Oh, I was watching a uh, Richard Dawkins. Uh, that thug. That life, greatest hit. Yeah. That the thug, thug life, life one, yeah. one where, he, where he's talking to the guy. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the benefit of the of the of the doubt here, and you know of intelligence, and say that clearly you, you don't, don't believe that Muhammad actually rode a winged horse to heaven. And and something else I can't he says, even. Why remember. wouldn't I believe this? I can't even remember what the other thing was. So clearly, you know, I'm I'm going to give you the benefit of of thinking that you're more intelligent to think something like that. And the guy's like, "Oh no, I believe that." <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, the but the the victim blaming going on there. I, you know, I, I started making comments on that post. Like first. You know, I was going through my thought process, and I was, yay, he came out, you know, great, that's awesome, congratulations, this is what I'm thinking, and I'm reading through his post, and, like, you could almost hear the record scratch in the background, you know, oh, as the needles pulled off it, like, whoa, what the fuck is he talking about here? And so then I just started asking a bunch of questions, and, you know, besides <laughs> besides the initial comment that he made in the initial post... I was really surprised to see a few other people come to his defense and say, "Oh yeah, the fucking people totally deserve it." You know that the Muslims are going to be upset about this, and you're just making fun of them to, for the hell of it. And you should you should be expecting that.
0: Why would you do it
1: if you knew that's what might happen? Ah. So is this person related uh, affiliated with any religion?
2: Not anymore. No, I mean it was in the atheist. So Utah, so it's an
1: atheist right? person. Yes, someone that identifies okay. yes as a so, atheist. So 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 there. Personal beliefs and ideas are contrary to Islam and therefore offensive. Mm-hmm. They're saying that every Muslim is wrong. Mm-hmm. So, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're poking a bear by just saying yes. that their that their belief is wrong.
1: Yeah. Don't dress like you want to be killed. <laughs> That's a very
2: good point. Yeah. I hadn't brought that one. Up, well, and his very is
1: existence really is that he's an apostate, apostate, and yes. that he is an infidel. And yeah, well, he, he wouldn't be an pun- apostate, right? Well, because he wasn't an apostate. He would. He, he, he would, would be, be an infidel. infidel. He would be an infidel, not a kafir, but yeah. Yeah. an infidel. Yeah. So he still would be put to death if he didn't convert. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So he's poking the bear. Poking the bear. The you better go ahead and convert, Harry Mohammed Bear. <laughs> yeah. Go. Go. Or you're being offensive, and you should expect to be killed. Yeah. Yeah, I,
2: I just, I couldn't fuck get behind that, that, and he keeps <laughs> defending it, like, like the very last comment well, I saw fuck from him was, in particular, was still trying to defend this initial position, and I'm like, I don't know how any, I don't know how it could be more clear that that position is just fundamentally wrong. Well,
1: and it's the same bad thinking that we had when uh, the Charlie Hebdo office was shot up, and the yeah. Pope says, well, if someone yep. was to say something bad about my family, I would punch him in the face. And yeah. It's like, yep. Like, you're the vicar of Jesus, and you're talking about hitting a guy out well, of violence, that was, out of that anger? that was in <laughs> his official capacity to to receive revelation. That yeah. was just him speaking that as a That was human. him speaking as a man. That was, yeah. was that the PR department. Is, is this right. the LDS Church defense that
2: we're... Is, yes. is, 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 should, we, should we call that a fallacy, the LDS Church defense? <laughs> that, you know, whenever they say something really fucking outrageous that nobody actually thinks official. is helpful, then they're not really acting in their official capacity as, as prophet, seer, and revelator. Mm-hmm. They're they're just flawed human beings. Being so that was me man, talking. Yeah.
1: Is my first name and last name, not first initial, middle name, last name. <laughs> For people that don't understand the Utah joke, there, most of the uh, the guys that are in the higher level of the church, they tend to go by their first initial, middle name, last name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if, if never mind, I've just beaten the joke. joke to death. <laughs> hey, there's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> nice Wait, one, Chris. Hey, that wasn't very nice. Fuck you, clown. Nice one, X.
2: My my name is. I don't have red nose.
1: Well, I probably do. I've been
2: drinking. <laughs> so, there's uh, Mr. Josh Duggar. Boo.
1: Yeah, super boo.
2: Who says that Christians who aren't allowed to discriminate against gays are victims of dim- of discrimination themselves. Um,
1: <laughs> I love this picture. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, was, he, was he halfway through a sneeze? I smoke two <laughs> joints in the morning. <laughs> I smoked two joints at night. Dude, I think we pissed off. Zeus, somehow. <laughs> He's lightning bolts from whole Olympus. a lot <laughs> of thunder and lightning.
2: Hopefully the power will stay on. Oh, right. Because... You haven't bought your Tesla didn't. battery yet? God. <laughs> 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 no, I haven't. That looks really cool, though. Um, so the story on Raw Story says that reality television star Josh Duggar believes Christians should enjoy a special right to discriminate against LGBT people or be made victims of discrimination themselves. The star of TLC's Nineteen Kids and Counting. Is he a star? Who? No, he's not really a star. He's he's a star in the same way that fucking
1: the little people that make chocolates and
2: and he's a re, he's a reality TV person, and he's not even yeah. Anyway, even
1: germane to the story. I mean, okay, he's the oldest. Oh, all right, he was the first to get married. Yeah, I know way too much about this family.
2: So apparently, and I didn't know this until just now, that uh, he works for the Anti-Gay Hate Group Family Research Council, uh, and he says that Christians were being forced into silence on social issues such as same-sex marriage, reported CNS News.
1: Here's the thing about same How are they being
2: forced into silence? Clearly, he's talking he's allowed to in talk this
1: fucking article. He's not being forced into silence. Front page of Raw Story, and like many other websites, front page story. That doesn't tell me that you're being silenced. If yeah. you are being silenced, they would have shunned you and not have talked about anything that you said.
2: Yeah, they would not have... Holy shit. It's scurry outside, people. There's a whole lot of thunder and lightning. Jesus. Wow. That's only because we're doing the show. Of course, you know God's this bad. hasn't happened for the previous forty-seven episodes, so Oh. I'm sure it was the forty-eighth. God's like, okay, guys, forty-seven's fine, but you know
1: that. I don't that, like that X guy on the show. He's... That,
2: that one past year anniversary episode, we're gonna have to do something about that.
1: Uh And I'm gonna do it with a natural method.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make it clear that it was a miracle. Obvious. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: I feel like David Cross suddenly. <laughs> Cross-eyed. <laughs> awesome.
2: Right now, uh, it goes on to quote Duggar and it says, Right now in America there's an agenda to silence people of faith. Those who hold a dissenting opinion. I'm not trying to silence you. We're just trying to get equal treatment for LGBT people. Not saying that you can't say whatever stupid shit that falls out of your fucking suck hole because that shit happens all the time.
1: Yeah, but we're going to tell you you're stupid.
2: Yeah. That's not what America was founded on. America was founded on respect, ah, tolerance, and really not discriminating against people based on their religious convictions. Fuck you, Mr. Duggar. Duggar, the eldest of 19 children and affiliated with the Quiverful Movement, described his Christian views as mainstream orthodoxy. (laughs) Quote... Orthodox Christianity in general and all faiths really ascribes the fact that that the family is central to everything, he said. When you look at our economy right now, and you look at all the other issues, national security, immigration, all these issues that we face in our country, (laughs) it all goes back to when you have strong families, you have a strong economy, and you have a strong nation. (laughs) i like a some...
1: kid, get bearing his testimony, and freaking Mormon <laughs> I'm kind of, things to be true. That's kind of yeah. how I'm picturing I this. Dad's crossing his dad. arms and looking I've, down. I've never. <laughs> I know Joseph Smith was a true prophet. I love my mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've
2: never fucking watched the show, so I have no idea what he actually sounds like. Uh, but he said that the upcoming U.S. Supreme Court ruling on marriage equality was fundamental to preserving the bedrock of family life. <laughs> <laughs> Only one other country in the entire world has ever redefined marriage, and that was Brazil. When they... St- <sighs> this Brazil. guy is so fucking stupid. La, 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 when la, la, they stepped la, la, la. in through the court system to do that, Duggar claimed. That's He's not clearly true. so fucking stupid. He doesn't no. know that there are
1: other countries that have done this. And and he and he's not aware that all all of the land masses have always had gay people and it's been totally fine and not even illegal. Or or it hasn't been fine, but either way it's not it hasn't been a isn't same it's sex, not a new thing.
2: Isn't same sex marriage legal in our neighbors just to the north? In America's hat. Yes.
1: Uh, I think so. I believe so. I'm, I'm not sure. Think, and the UK Canada. as well, right?
2: Yeah. But I mean UK, yes, Sweden, Spain. North North Yeah, Europe. tons of European countries. Australia. So it it goes on and says, in fact, 18 countries worldwide legally approved same-sex marriage through legislative action or court filings. Yeah, you see? And Mm two others, Mexico and the United States, yay us, recognize same-sex unions in at least some regions. He compared the case to the Roe v. Wade decision that overturned state bans on legal
1: abortion. There's apples and oranges for you. Well, I would actually compare it to that, too, in that what the Christians wanted in both cases was unconstitutional. Yeah, based based solely on their religious beliefs. Yeah, so very good job in comparing that, because I think you're right. I think
2: that in 1973, the court had another decision that they said we're going to this decide. This was getting higher. This once and for all. And Roe v. Wade, when that was handed down, it only began the debate that still continues today. And obviously, we know where that issue stands now. Dugger said, "All of the Americans understand that this issue is not going away." So I think that we have to realize is this is the only the beginning of a larger <laughs> discussion. And what what's really, and what's really at stake here is the American family," he added. <laughs> he urged Christians to speak with civility <laughs> when they called for legal discrimination against LGBT, LGBT yeah. people. It's very clear that this is a debate that's not going to go away, and I think what we have to do is we have to come to this and we have to talk with civility Dunder and said. discrimination. <laughs> We have to go out there, and we have to be clear in what we believe, and we have to be firm in saying, look, this is where I stand. So, and go back to your cave, you <laughs> bunch of gay folks. So basically God. basically,
1: what he's saying is – Slagpin. Oh, we-, we can actually play the video. So basically he's saying we want we want the legal right to to, con- to continue discriminating, and we don't want to have to hear about it from you. Yeah. We we should be civil, meaning we want to discriminate freely. So don't fucking tell us if we're being being assholes about it. That's what he wants.
2: Yeah. And and apparently you know fucking moron, allowing gay people to be married is the same thing as telling him that he can't say whatever he wants. You can still say whatever the stupid fucking stuff you want. Right. Dumbass.
1: He's upset that what he says doesn't matter.
2: It doesn't matter. No, I know. But he's He's completely
1: fucking irrelevant. Yeah, but he's upset about that.
2: It, you know, it, on, on some level, I get bothered when I even see stories like this. Like, why the fuck are people even giving him airtime? Who yeah. the fuck cares what this asshole has to say about anything? Right. And so then we're going to talk about him on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. But I mean, honestly, it, it just... It, there, there's... it. Fuck.
1: Fuck him. <laughs> he deserves all the mocking that all comes the, his way. Yeah. yeah. All the fucks I can give are... Well, I just I find Our, it fascinating that people think that in a year or so after the Supreme Court comes back, and I really hope they do, with all the arguments that I've heard, it sounds like it's going to be.
2: Oh yeah, clearly. Come, I
1: mean, come it, back in favor of legal legalization of it all. But the
2: I'm the, thinking it's going to be like a seven-two vote. Seven-two,
1: six-three. Let's see. Yeah, probably six-three. Clarence Thomas will say no. It'll be it'll be Thomas <laughs> Scalia Scalia.
2: It, well, yeah, it'll be it'll be Thomas and Scalia. Clearly, will Roberts vote will against vote for. I believe I think Roberts is finally starting to go,
1: man, you guys are fucking crazy. Yeah,
2: I think (laughs) I think Roberts is I mean, he's Chief Justice, he's looking at this is the Roberts court. You know, how is he going to be voting? Well and who who really wants that
1: on their like to be their legacy when they're gone, you know? Like I was all for slavery. (laughs) Right. Well I mean it's not quite the same thing, but I mean still Well, I mean, no, it's not quite, I I would say it's a little bit more similar to the 60s civil rights movement, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. But who wants their name to go into the book of history going, wow, this person was obviously not in touch with what was going on in the world at this Mm -hmm. time.
2: Was totally fucking backward on oh, the yeah, wrong because, side of history. Yeah, because
1: we know that Catholics care so much about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, to dude, get back you're to applying the... rationale to fucking well, religious
2: people. Well, I mean, clearly, clearly some religions do care, and I would say including the Catholic Church, but I mean, when you look at, when you look at other yeah. religions like the LDS Church, who clearly was on the wrong fucking side of history as far as Many blacks holding priesthood and, it. and, yeah, yeah and, and, you know, saying that black people are cursed and and all of that. Less, less valiant. Yeah, all of that kind else, of shit. Yeah. And and so clearly they later feel ashamed about it or realize, oh.
1: No, it's not shame. That's really bad fucking, yeah, it's, it's probably PR. not shame. It's it's
2: really bad fucking it's PR. PR for the church. If it was yeah.
1: shame, they would have changed the doctrine. Oh, yeah. It's PR because they're saying to the world, here's what we're going to do for now. <laughs> but then they turn to the members, <laughs> we still know this is going on. Yeah. So yeah. It's like polygamy. They've but, uh, never changed any of that. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, they still change it and, and you know. And they, so they they make a change, and then that you know kind of ripples through the congregation slowly. But with the LDS Church, everything is way slow. I, and I don't know how they're ever going to get themselves out of this stance Propy against fatality. yeah uh, stance against marriage equality. I mean, oh. if they want to same way they've always they, done, if they want to have Revelation. any kind of <laughs> relevancy in the future, they're going to have to do something about it.
1: Well, they'll they'll do something about it. But I mean, if you think the you know the height of the civil rights movement was sixty five sixty eight and they changed the pol- they changed their doc their policy seventy eight so they mm-hmm. were ten years behind on that too and that seems pretty fucking obvious i mean oh yeah so you know if but I mean, we can expect a 10 to 12-year delay, I think. Do you think it'll
2: be that long in the Internet age? The Internet age, no. the 24-hour news cycle. I mean, everybody has all of that information available to me now. You know, the, the 60s, you had to you had to watch your nightly news for that kind of stuff. Yeah, Read the newspaper so. every day. You know, I, it's not information traveling at the speed of light all across the globe. So. Yeah,
1: but we are still talking about men who witness the pyramids being built. You know, so I don't know how quickly they're going to catch up to all this. Yeah. <sighs> We're also talking about. There's a lot of bad information out there in the information age as well. It's not all relevant, not all correct. And we're talking about a whole bunch of people who are obviously not skeptical, and people that live in a giant fucking echo chamber. (laughs) Yeah, they don't. They don't giant echo chamber,
2: giant bubble.
1: They don't. They don't go outside for their news. They don't go to other sources for things. They don't. They don't trust the science behind things. They don't trust. Yeah. They don't trust politicians. Well, and, and that's, they don't. I
2: think that's part of the reason that I'm that I'm very outspoken and firebrandy about a lot of things, you know, I don't I I know a lot of people have this opinion of, you know, well, you, you know, you should just be an atheist and that's fine and you know keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself and whatever you can post it on Facebook. Don't challenge people in real life. If somebody says something dumb, just let them go on and be happy and stupid. You know, they, they what's the what harm? what's the harm? What, no. what does it do to you?
1: That's one of my favorite arguments to bring up with people. <laughs> what's the harm? Well, oh, let me bring up this website for you. How many yeah. people have died? Yeah.
2: Yeah. How many, how many have... children raped? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's exactly. the harm in people just not vaccinating? That's that's what's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, that, yeah, that argument kills me. And it's, it's why I do challenge people. And I, you know, it's, And it's not like I do it to everybody all the time. I'm not always looking for an argument. But if I hear somebody say something really obviously stupid and wrong, nine times out of ten, I'm going to say something about it. I'm not just going to smile and nod. I do smile and nod a lot, but I'm getting old and my hearing is starting to fade, I think. And every now and then I'm like, fuck, I hope nobody said something really stupid to me. And I'm just grinning and nodding. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But... Yeah, I so I I think that's one of the reasons that I do challenge people a lot of the time because I don't want to have anybody have even the impression that I tacitly endorse or implicitly right. you know that that I that I think that that type of thinking or view is okay in the least. Agreed. And 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 I want them to know that they are wrong in thinking those types of things. <laughs>
1: Or or at least to at least to make at least to force them to put up a good case. Yeah. And then let them feel stupid for not being able to. Yeah. Mm. Alright. Well let's take a little bit of a break. And
2: on the other side of the break we'll have Mr. Brian Fields on the line with us. Hang on everybody.
0: Um planes fly, cars drive, mm. computers can com- compute an inductive argument. Um, <laughs> um if, if, you, if you base medicine on, on science, you cure people. If you base the design of planes on science, they fly. Um, if you base the design of rockets on science, they reach the moon. It works, bitches.
3: <laughs> yeah, <Hell> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Our philosophy at New Scientist is this. Science is interesting and if you don't agree you can fuck off.
3: You must
4: be blind. give me my money and stacks and lace my bitches with dollar fingers. Real niggas fingers on
0: nickel plate non no trickers and accept that humans evolved from apes. Yeah, probably. From the Neanderthals, yes. Whether okay. from Neanderthals. Probably. Why from Neanderthals? Well, who else else would you suggest?
4: (laughs) Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property, we're damn good too. But you can't be any geek off the street.
0: Do you actually believe in your Muslim faith? Do you believe that Mohammed split the moon in two? Do you believe that Mohammed flew to heaven on a winged horse, for example? I, I pay you the compliment of assuming that you, that you don't. No, I do. I believe in miracles. You believe that? Yes. You believe that Muhammad went to heaven on a winged horse? Yes, I believe in God. I believe in miracles. I believe in revelation. I mean, the point here is that let's assume I'm wrong, Richard. I'm yeah, wrong. let's. Having looked at a lot of your work, I'm curious, uh, what star sign are you? You serious?
4: Six million ways to die, choose one. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How you doing?
2: I'm doing really well. How you doing, Brian? I'm oh, pretty good. 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 What's shaking, man?
4: Oh, not much. Just hanging out.
2: Yeah. Well, long time no chat. I haven't I haven't heard from you since the convention, which really wasn't that long ago.
4: <laughs> yeah. We. I. Uh, you know. We. We had uh, a couple things going on this month, but. Uh, uh, you know, just. Doing what I'm doing.
2: I still blame you for uh, getting me thoroughly trashed that night at the convention. You you broke my brain.
4: It's it's a talent.
2: You and Bill. Seriously, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't think the next day, man. I I felt like I had damaged myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I went. Well, well, what
4: what's an atheist convention for?
2: <laughs> well, I went and I was trying to talk to Trace, Bill, you, and and uh, and Frank. And I just, I sat down and I tried getting a couple things out and finally I, I turned to Frank and I was like, fuck man, I'm sorry, I drank way too much last night and I feel like I've hurt myself. <laughs> and then I had to get on the Facebooks and, and tell everybody that you were the reason for it. You and Bill.
1: No, I think you can yeah, blame well, the fireball.
2: You, know. <laughs> you can't blame the fireball, it was just an innocent bystander.
1: <laughs> it was just asking for it. <laughs> well, it shouldn't have dressed like it wanted to be dressed i think you're muted yep still muted uh, yeah.
2: ah there we go so anyway i wanted to bring you on the show tonight to talk to you a little bit about uh Postacon.
4: yeah i'm looking so, forward to it
2: so uh how long how many years have you been doing posticon
4: this will be our fourth
2: oh yeah is and is it four years consecutive
4: uh yeah
2: well you're the man This'll
4: be our yeah, our our first, well, yeah, I, I can tell you about the stories on the air, but, uh, yeah, it's our fourth year.
2: Well, tell me about the stories on the air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder if they're as hard to heard as Utah atheists are. Yeah, is, well, is that a problem?
4: Um, the, uh, uh, well, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, we have a small committee that puts the conference together, and then, uh, um. And then you know, if you build it, they will come, and mm-hmm. people come, and we we have a good time, and um, yeah, the first year we uh, uh the first year we put it together in three months, and uh, I, I don't recommend doing that. Yeah, um, about killed myself trying to get that together, <laughs> but uh, uh, we had a great we had a great uh, uh, lineup the first year though, and and it really it it all started with Dan Barker and uh, uh, falling into our lap and then trying to figure out what to do with, with uh, uh, an event that just had Dan and then deciding, well, no, we should, we should put together a full, uh, uh, a full conference around him. Mm-hmm. And so then we got, then of course we go and get Dave Silverman and, uh, and a bunch of other people. And, and it, it, it really just kind of fell together. And uh uh, we were really proud of that and it went really well. And then, uh, the second, the second year we went, we decided we were going to do it in Philadelphia and I worked with, uh, Margaret Downey, uh, to put it together. And, uh, uh, we had a great show. Uh, there, we had, uh, uh, Seth Andrews come out that year and, and a whole bunch of other people. We had a, we had a full, I mean, really full lineup. Um, and uh third year we had it in pittsburgh i took a break and the pittsburgh crew put it together and i uh with a bit of guidance uh and uh, uh and this will be our fourth and we're coming back to harrisburg this year it's where we started and, and uh, i'm really excited about that
2: so so the first one was in harrisburg where the other so the first one was in harrisburg right right and then 2 and 3 were they in philly
4: uh no, uh the second one was in Philly, the third was in Pittsburgh. Oh. So we try to move it around the state. So yeah. uh uh you know, Harrisburg is around the middle of the state. Mm-hmm. So uh that's where and that's where the group I run is located and uh, uh and then uh uh and then of course we go uh east for for Philadelphia and then west for Pittsburgh. And uh the the geography of Pennsylvania is such that there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh people don't like to travel mm. to the areas of the state that that aren't theirs so <laughs> uh uh so moving it around means that that uh people get to go out to uh uh the conference that's generally in their area although we have people come in from all over the united states mm. uh i mean it, it was originally uh conceived of as a regional conference but uh we we have a lot of people that come in from out of state as well and we don't we don't particularly i mean while we do target some of the program content towards the state uh we don't necessarily target it so that you know people from outside the state can't enjoy themselves and have a good time
1: uh i would have ima- hey brian this is matt i would just i was going to say i would imagine that in philadelphia you're probably pulling a lot from dc virginia baltimore that kind of stuff too
4: yeah uh, well and, and we have a few filter Ooh, in from carry? from even parts farther flung uh i mean we get people down from canada we get oh, wow. uh uh people uh come in from from even as far as the west coast uh i think uh 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 yeah i think i think california is probably as far as as we they've come but uh uh yeah we we uh uh, we, but we do get a pretty good mix of people from all over. Yeah, that's impressive. And uh, uh, it's really, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very exciting. It's a lot of work, uh, but uh, it's very rewarding. And and this year we're doing our, uh, uh, we're turning our conference into a service project, and I'm really excited about that. Um, where you know you. you people have the the atheist conferences and you know they put up they put together speakers and have a have a good time and that's all great but we we decided we're gonna turn this year's conference into uh, uh an opportunity to do some good for the for the community as well so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have uh we're raising money right now for uh, twenty five cents eat uh, uh, we can feed one person one meal and uh, uh and then we're going to turn around and we're going to buy uh, uh, meal supplies. They're going to be brought to the conference, and we're going to be packing these meals for food banks uh, all over Central Pennsylvania. And awesome. so the the goal the goal here is to raise five thousand dollars, which will feed twenty thousand people. And uh, I'm really excited about it.
1: Where can where can our listeners go to donate?
4: Uh, for that, it's GoFundMe.com/slash/AtheistsFightHunger. Um, and then you can find out more about the conference at atheistpa.org.
1: Sweet. So
2: GoFundMe.com slash Atheists Fight Hunger. I think it's just AtheistsFightHunger. Correct.
4: Fight hunger. Atheists plural, yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay. you know it's all of us together fighting right. hunger.
3: Nice.
4: And uh and then AtheistPA.org dot org because um, this is our state, uh not just uh uh, uh Christians or anybody right. else, it's our state too. So um,
2: that's awesome. So how long? How how much planning? How how much? Uh, how far ahead do you start trying to plan and put together the con- the the conference each year?
4: Well, the first year, like I said, it took. A, we did it in three months, um, and that was that was a nightmare. Uh, okay. I don't ever recommend doing that. Um, <laughs> if you can't, if you, if you don't have. Uh, at least nine months to a year to plan a conference, I wouldn't suggest it. Um, Not unless you know exactly what you're doing, and even then, uh, no, I wouldn't do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But... uh, uh, we didn't know what we were doing, so uh, that that was. But but we pulled it off. But uh, most years that we, we we planted about a year out. Uh, our second, I mean, each year we've we've kind of extended the time a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our our second our first year we we started planning in in uh, uh, in June or July. Uh, our our second year we started planning in February. Uh, our third year they started planning it shortly right after the end of our of the second year conference and uh this past year it it was about the same uh We started right after the conference looking for a hotel
3: mm-hmm.
4: and uh, and you know that 's the that was the first that 's always the first step is you need to find find a venue and um, and then make a few guesses as to what you 're going to be able to accomplish and uh and then pull it together. Well, yeah. So I'm
2: looking. I'm looking at the uh, lineup of speakers that you guys got to have here, and it's a very, very impressive list, man. I mean, we've you've got Seth Andrews, the Barroom Atheist guys, Bill and Susie, uh, Ben Blanchard, uh, Richard Carrier, Kevin Davis, Matt Dillahunty, David Fitzgerald. Yay! <laughs> he's just he, he's such a sweet guy. I love yeah, the yeah. guy. Uh, oh yeah.
4: He's- He's he's, a, he's good people. I love I like him a lot. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor Harris, Adriana Higai, uh George Robb Chris Johnson, Teresa McBain. Got to hang out with her a little bit at the at the American Atheist Convention. Amanda Metzkus, who's awesome. Maribeth Mooney, Lee Moore, Sarah Moorhead, Mark Nebo. Beth Presswood, Aaron Ross, Sherry Sagal. Aaron. Or Shelly Aaron, sorry. <laughs> Shelly Seagal, Muhammad Sayed, and Mandisa. I mean, that's that's a great yeah, lineup awesome. of speakers, man. That's re- congratulations, that's really cool.
4: Yeah, you know, it it it's uh um it it's been a it's been a lot of work, but you know, everybody's you know, in in, in the atheist movement, people I know that there's this tendency for people to to look at uh these people who are doing such awesome work and and uh uh and think well you know uh it, it'd be hard to get all these people to to come do something but uh uh you know that everybody in the movement I've ever worked with has been so friendly so nice so easy to work with um it, it's 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 not hard at all to 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 uh uh approach someone and say hey look you know we're having this event and, and, you know, can we, can we have you come out? And, uh, uh, so it, it's just a matter of, of asking and, uh, uh, and from that, you know, you, you, can, you can put together something great. And,
2: uh, um, well, and I think you definitely so, yeah. have, I, I think this, oh, yeah. I think this, this looks, looks like awesome. a great event and, and I noticed, so I, I know I, I can see the Mark Nebo will be the, uh, uh, the MC, for, come back to for the thing. conference. Well, it cracks me up. So because I, I, apparently before uh, the bios and everything were published on the speakers list, Mark contacted me and he's like, "Hey, man, I just want to give you a heads up. Uh, I mentioned you. You know, I don't, I'm I'm going to be the MC for the for uh, the PA Atheist and Humanist Convention, and I mentioned you in my bio." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, what? What, what do you mean? And, and he's like, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember if he told me what he had said, or if he said, or if he said that I would just have to check it out. And I think he sent me a link to it. And part of his part of his bio says Mark started the Normalize Atheism campaign and maintains one of the most epic beards east of Dan Ellis. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I just thought that was really funny. I love Mark. He's a good guy.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. He he you know mark um mark and uh i have uh have worked on projects before and uh uh it you know it, it, it's natural to involve him uh since he's so close uh uh and uh the be secular people have been have been have been working with us for for a long time we've been we've been uh uh, one of their affiliates for a while and, and uh, they've raised, they've helped us raise some money and uh, we've, we've, we talk a lot, we're friends. And, and so it, it, it was easy to uh, uh, try to find a way to, to, involve Mark with the conference and, and he's uh, uh, I'm really excited to have him as a, as our MC and, and uh, be secular is, is uh, has helped sponsor some of our, uh, uh, our program stuff and uh, uh i'm really excited uh
2: yeah well and I'm, I'm just always so impressed with you know with with the things you're doing with the things that mark and shannon are doing with the things that Sarah's doing so many of these other people that you have there as, as speakers on the lineup that i mean you guys seem to do this and and You guys seem to do this almost as a full time gig, but I know that you don't. Like I know that you maintain a full time job while doing all of these other really incredible things. How do you? How do you happen to manage your time for that? I mean, do you sleep ever?
4: (laughs) Sometimes, occasionally. (laughs) Um, No, I live on the internet. I mean, uh, my job. (laughs) uh, My my job is is such that I'm in front of the computer. Uh, all day, and then I'm I'm done with my job, and then I I start looking at uh, at stuff on the web, and I I I'm I try to stay on top of what's going on in the movement, and and uh, um and try to maintain relationships uh, with other activists, and um and really you know once you do that, it, you're just part of a community, and it's easy to just reach out and. Find the resources you need and and just put them to to to, to good use. Oh,
2: and yeah. uh, well, I mean, it, but it's you know, it's it's not just that you have a full time job. You you also have a family. You are president of the Pennsylvania Nonbelievers. Uh, you're also co chair of the Secular Coalition there in Pennsylvania. And and besides, you know helping to organize the convention there in Pennsylvania. I know that you attend tons of conventions. You're constantly, you know, I mean, I've seen you do uh, several different protests and lobbying events and tabling events all over the place. You're just, you're a really, really busy
1: guy. Local director of the Tea Party, it says here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure where it says that. But, uh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, if we're talking tea like Earl Grey and petit fours and you know cucumber sandwiches, maybe. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. You know.
2: No, I just I I think you're amazing, man. I'm I'm really really happy thank and you. I don't want it I don't want it to sound condescending or, or anything, but I'm I'm really proud of all of the things that you do. I think it's amazing. Yeah, totally.
4: Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and you know it—it it, it is what it is. Um, I, I just—I'm just trying to do what I can. Um, I have—we uh, uh, we have the the summer. We we one of the things we do for Pennsylvania Nonbelievers is we we like to get out in public and we like to table at uh, at, at different festivals in the area. One of our one of our tabling events coming up Sunday, uh, but we are also uh, we have this uh, riverboat. Uh, thing we're doing at the end of the month uh, and what this is in Harrisburg there is this uh, riverboat uh, run by a non called the Pride of the Susquehanna and they're partially funded by the city of Harrisburg and they for years have been uh, um, giving free rides Sunday mornings over, uh, uh, to churches church groups uh, they have a, a church service every Sunday morning, and they're and like I said, they're partially funded by the city. So a few years ago, we contacted them and we asked them, "Look, you know, if you guys are giving rides to churches, can we have the same privilege?" And uh, they agreed. And so for oh, a while wow. we were doing it.
2: You didn't have to argue with them at like, all. Like maybe. I mean, that typically no. You know, when I when I've tried to contact different different organizations for things like that, if I get a response, it's usually a hem and a ha and we'll get back to you. Most of the time, I don't even ever hear back from them.
4: Yeah, it, it sometimes it takes a little perseverance. Um, I found uh, sometimes you, you you start off friendly, and then then you have to work up to a heavy-handed letter, and then lawyers and stuff like that. But sometimes. Uh, you get the small victory, where where they or large victory, where up front they say, you know what, you're right, we'll uh, we'll give you a spot. Um, however, they changed their policy over the last couple of years. Well, I wouldn't say changed it, but but they they neglected to tell us uh, when they were registering openings, and uh, for a couple of years they, they had, uh, we we approached them too late. Uh, but this year we we got a big head start, and we got a hold of them, and uh, we're rescheduled with them again. And so we're going to do that the May thirty first. Uh, it'll be their first Sunday of the season uh, doing the, the rides. We're going to be their first one.
2: Awesome.
1: What's the weather <laughs> and, uh, like up there
4: in May? Uh, it, it's actually warming up right now, sunny and, and warm, and and uh, high seventies, low eighties. Uh, Pennsylvania is a great place for May. Uh, unless you have allergies uh,
1: but, uh, or if you don't like tent uh, caterpillars,
2: tent caterpillars, <laughs> but, uh, what are
1: those? You've never heard of those? No. Well, uh, you're in Harrisburg. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's a little further West than I'm thinking.
2: What are tent caterpillars? They
1: build big web like nests in the trees and eat the shit out of it. They're fucking <laughs> everywhere yeah, in
4: Pennsylvania. Gyp- we, we call them gypsy moths. Oh, I think. okay.
1: All right. Uh. Um, yeah, they don't have those in the but, desert yeah,
4: out here. Those those are a scourge. Yes. <laughs> um, they they're they're actually they're one of those pests that we we keep uh that our uh various agencies around the state keep trying to to reduce or eliminate. Mm-hmm.
2: So so tell us a little um, bit about yourself. Are have you always been an atheist? Were you raised atheist or were you raised in any kind of religion?
4: Nope, I I grew up in uh, uh well, yeah, I was I I was raised Christian, uh, fundamentalist Christian. And, uh, for my teenage years, I, I, up until my early teenage years, I considered myself, uh, Bible believing Christian. And, uh, uh, and then of course, as things happen, I, you know, there various events happened and I, I started questioning, uh,
2: puberty, wasn't I, it? Uh, it was puberty.
4: <laughs> well, no, um, it, it, it's, uh, it's a bit of a long story, but, uh. Um, one of the first things that that happened was uh, my my dad died when I was really young. And uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, that that's all right. When I was going to avoid the story, but <laughs> <laughs> damn it, Dan, jeez, um, I'm such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Now I, I I've told the story many times, so it's okay. Um, but um, then my uh, uh, but this particular year, well. Uh, after he died my my i came became very close to his mom my, my grandmother on his side mm-hmm. and uh, and then she uh she had died and yeah it's a it's a, it's depressing up to this point um and <laughs> i it hit me pretty hard so i had uh, uh uh i had a rough year that year and i every year as part of being you know heavy duty gung-ho christian i would end up going to uh to what was our local version of jesus camp um, it, it was uh, it, it was a fundamentalist camp, so it it, it wasn 't what you if you saw the documentary it 's not too far off from that
0: wow
3: um,
4: and uh, one of the they they used to bring us in for these various assemblies where where they would have some kind of lesson for the assembly and in and, and this particular one um we were all settled in. I was sitting towards the back of the auditorium and, uh, they wheeled a coffin up on the stage <sighs> and to open up the, 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 the program. And that's I didn't the way that you know... want to
2: start something.
4: Right. Exactly. Oh, well. Um, now, like I said, I, I was, I, I was very much affected by that. Um, not, not even knowing what was going on with the coffin, just it coming out on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would found out later from friends of mine that inside the coffin there was a mirror and they wanted the kids to come up and look in the coffin and, and see themselves and realize that, you know, they are moral and they should accept Jesus before it's too late.
3: Oh, um,
4: yeah, it, it was very heavy handed. Oh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that particular year, because of what had happened to me that particular year, I I'd really first it hit me. You know, I was really upset. And then I had realized, I had this moment where I realized, um, I don't really have a reason to be upset other than that there's a coffin up on the stage. And then I really felt manipulated. Um, I, I was like, why would men of God feel the need to do this to get across the message of Jesus Christ? It made no sense. And, uh, I, I had a hard time trying to, to, to wrap my head around that. And um, I, I I can't say that right then and there I stopped believing because I didn't. I, I started reading the Bible. I started looking for answers. I started asking. Uh, uh, but that kicked off the process. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it kicked off a, a long process. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I went to church for a while after that. And, you know, other things had been going on in my life and around. And, and it made me really start seeing things in, in a different light and uh, really questioning because cause the answers I was getting weren't making any sense. So eventually, I, I uh, by 15 or 16, I, I kind of was considering myself searching I, I really i didn't give up on the concept of god but i, I kind of gave up on um organized christianity and i ended up with uh uh joining a pagan group and mm-hmm. uh embracing that for a while mm-hmm. and uh and and you know around that time i had also i I'd ran into some atheists. uh uh, and On the precursor to the internet, uh, the bulletin boards, I was on uh, BBS's back in the <laughs> oh, day. Oh, wow, yeah.
2: <laughs> You're
1: old school, Tank. dating
4: yourself, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, I, I, I was on a. There's a network. There was this huge network called FidoNet um, that had. Thousands of what they called echoes, which were basically individual bulletin boards where people would post from one BBS and then it would be networked to thousands of BBSs all around the world. And, and so in that way, you could communicate. But instead of you know, typing a message and sending it and it instantly going somewhere, it got packaged up into this package of mail, which was then uh, dialed out from the BBS that, that you were connected to and distributed by phone calls all around the world um Man. and and so yeah that that was what we did back in the day <laughs> and so i i i found an echo on there called uh holy smoke and um i was a, I, like i said i considered myself pagan at the time but but really what this echo was was a a religious food fight and um <laughs> There was a lot of debate about evolution and creationism, and I would I joined in with the atheists arguing for evolution, and I learned a lot too. There was a lot of very knowledgeable atheists on that echo, mm. um, and I actually I, I was fair. I, I always kind of had a love of science, so. I I I wasn't a slouch myself in, in knowing and understanding the concepts that were being thrown around.
1: So you know the difference between micro and macro, and <laughs> what
4: a kind is, yeah. and all that. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I I, I, I was I, I I I didn't I I learned about the creationist arguments. I actually <laughs> knew the scientific stuff, but I learned about more of the creationist arguments. I mean, when I was a kid and going to church, I had I had seen that. Uh, Oh, the they had this. I don't remember what it was called, but there was a creationist video where they did the whole tornado running through a junkyard thing, oh, and yeah. uh, uh, all of those stupid arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did know why they were wrong, and um, and and uh, I enjoyed arguing there. And and the, the atheists there were relatively welcoming to me, uh, even though I was pagan, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the years, I, I started to see the same arguments about Christianity apply, uh, and why it doesn't work, and or, or you know why it's useless and makes no sense, and all the other stuff could apply to the same things that paganism embraces, and and I was finding myself uh, finding more and more difficulty with embracing religion as a concept. And then I read uh, Dawkins' God Delusion. Um, Mm. And uh, that really helped me kind of rearrange how I was trying to embrace religion uh, and and really ask myself the right questions, I think, as far as uh, what I thought about uh, religion. And uh, and I thought, you know what, I, I really am an atheist. And about the same time that the Dover trial was going on, um, Kitzmiller v. Dover, mm. right here in Pennsylvania, and my kids were going to school here while I was living in LA, and what, I was watching.
2: And just, just for our listeners, what's the Kitsmiller in Dover? Oh,
1: that was the that was the, uh, that was the uh, trial they had about evolution in schools, right? No,
2: that
4: yeah. was
1: Scopes. That
4: was way no, back. No, no, no. Okay, oh. th- this was this was this was. Some people referred to it as Scopes too. Um, but th- this was uh, actually in the mid-2000s, uh, 2005, 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. Oh, was this when they uh, tried
2: to redefine creation as as uh, intelligent design? Yeah, right. they,
1: yeah, they had Behe down there
4: and yeah. everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, they slapped a. Uh, they wanted to slap a or do a disclaimer in front of the biology class where uh, what would turn out to be a superintendent would stand in front of the class and read a statement basically questioning evolution and encouraging students to go to the library and pick up a book called Of Pandas and People, mm-hmm. which was a creationist manifesto come intelligent design manifesto, and. Um, if you haven't, if if you aren't familiar with with what happened and you, you want to check it out, I I, I strongly recommend uh, going to uh, uh, the Nova did a program called uh, uh, Judgment Day in Dover, uh, Intelligent Design Under Fire, or something like that. You can you can find it on the, the PBS website. Uh, it's a free. It's a you can watch it online for free. But uh, uh, it covers the trial from start to finish, and, and it was a beautifully done trial. Mm. I mean. Um, the, the, uh, the creationists were just so comically stupid and, uh, and they even, they even know, had like a Republican they judge, right? What's that?
1: They even had a Republican judge and they, they were feeling overconfident.
4: Yeah. The judge, they were, over, they were feeling definitely feeling overconfident, overconfident judge Jones and overcompetent uh, too. Yes. Yeah. Both. Uh, judge, <laughs> Judge Jones presided over that. Uh, Jones, he, he's yeah. with the uh, – he uh, – uh, and uh, they did come down on, on the side of, of, of Wright. And mm. they, uh, they, but I, during the trial, I watched it every day. I, I read the trial transcripts, and I, I, was, I was very concerned about the outcome of that trial because it was right there in Pennsylvania. That's where my kids were. They were getting an education, and I was living in L.A. Well, for other reasons, I ended up moving back to Pennsylvania. But when I was here, uh, it really inspired me to want to really get involved in activism. Uh, because if, if uh, creationists were pulling that kind of crap, uh, I wanted to do what I can to uh, get involved and, and stop them from trying that kind of stuff in the future. And uh, and that kind of snowballed into me getting involved with Pennsylvania nonbelievers Uh, eventually I joined the board and, uh, they elected me president. So, um,
2: awesome. And how long have you been doing that now?
4: Well, that was, I, I joined Pennsylvania nonbelievers in 2009. I've been running the organization since 2011.
2: Awesome. Wow. (laughs) Fantastic. So, well, how long has PA nonbelievers been around?
4: Since, uh, the late nineties, nobody really knows for certain. Um, (laughs) I've asked, Uh uh, and And it started out as a a meeting in a library um, and now we do we have uh what is going to be very shortly seven meetups all over central Pennsylvania. Uh, we franchised a little bit out to different meetups to provide our organization umbrella for for any meetup that wants us to that uh you know we have a few guidelines we've been trying to work out uh, but the the goal has been to. Uh, provide as much as we can a unified voice for uh, 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 secular uh, and a- atheist non-believer support here in Central Pennsylvania.
2: That's fantastic. Well, I don't, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know it's a little bit late there, where you are. I think we're a couple hours behind you, but thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, man. I, I once again, I just want to uh, tell you how much I appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, what was the, uh, website again for people who want to find out more about the convention or the conference?
4: Uh, if you, if, if you want to check out the conference, it's atheistpa.org, singular atheistpa.org. And, uh, uh, if you want to help us out with the, the food drive, uh, you can go to gofundme.com slash atheists, plural fight hunger. So atheists fight hunger.
2: Fantastic. I'll make sure that I put those out there when I upload the podcast tonight. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Brian. It's been a pleasure to talk to you a little bit more. And and no learn some things, thank you for inviting me. Learn some things about you that I haven't learned while we're <laughs> drinking Fireball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Before> we <never. laughs> yeah, I'll remember this one a lot better too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well thanks a lot, Brian. Yeah, Enjoy the rest of your night, man. Appreciate have, you, man. Heavy no gangling for you me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, we'll talk to you later.
4: Bye bye. I, like.
1: I got a friend specifically coming back from Pennsylvania with some beer for me. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> what a great can't guy, wait. right? He's, I just, I can't believe how much he does for the community while maintaining a full time job, a family, sitting, you know, as co chair for the secular coalition there, being have, president of their local group. I mean, he's, he's
1: kind of a dynamo. Maintaining that hairstyle.
2: Yeah, hell yeah. He's got those long, luscious locks. It looks like it
1: (laughs) smells good, too, like strawberries or something. It does. It does,
2: actually. Yeah. (laughs) No, Brian's a really, really good dude. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It was a pleasure.
1: Yeah, that was awesome.
2: I think, actually,
1: he's our first... He's your guys' first call-in He's guest. the first call-in guest. Well, actually, well, we, no. We spoke to T-mel last by no, phone last, last Oh, last oh week, that's right. Tamel. So, yeah. Sorry, T. He's the first <laughs> long-distance, I would say, probably. Yeah,
2: first first non-local call, for sure.
1: Did you guys want to talk about who's coming next week?
2: No. Not oh. yet? Not yet. All right. <laughs> I might throw a little teaser out there in a little bit. And maybe at the end of the show, I'll throw a teaser. Because <laughs> I, I have the little... Uh, Plug that he that he that I had yes. him record
1: at the at the convention where I'd, I'd keep it vague and play a tenacious D clip for him. <laughs> like Jack, I want to see Kung Fu Panda or I hear Kung Fu Panda on the show. <laughs> Jack, Black? I love Jack Black; it's awesome. <laughs> no, we can't get Jack. We got to get Cage. <laughs> That's not who they're getting. I'm just messing with you guys.
2: I saw a friend of mine posted a, a thing with. Jack Black and Jimmy Fallon singing uh, what the fuck is that song? Uh, Only words or more than words? Oh, by Extreme. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they re- they redid that apparently on the Jimmy Fallon <laughs> show, and they're they're like dressed up as these guys doing the whole thing, like they redid the video kind of. It was pretty wow. fucking funny. Sweet. Jack Black's a funny dude. So, yeah, if anybody is interested, and you should be, you should definitely check out the Pennsylvania no, State. No, fuck that. Don't atheist, give them the option. Humanist. Fucking go
1: to this place and do this. Yeah. You, if you don't, you'll you be hate, missing out on a great homeless time. people. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll be missing out, too. Yeah, they got, they got Seth Andrews, but they didn't get David Smalley, and I would love to see the cat fight between those two happen. Between those two, well, every time they get in a room together, they always do like the competing, you know, atheist oh. podcast bitch off at each other. And oh, hilarious. really? I yeah, I haven't noticed. <laughs> and it's just like polite assholishness to each other. It's so funny. That is funny.
2: Well, and and Brian. Uh, was just on Dogman Debate.
1: Yeah, I think a week ago or earlier this yeah. week. Yeah,
2: earlier this week, and had a great appearance with them.
1: Well, and he didn't get around to talking about it, but they were talking about the uh, the steamboat thing that they're going on in the river uh-huh. uh, and how most church groups, whenever they do that, um, f- let them come onto the boat, they'll do a fundraiser and they'll kick back a certain percentage back to the, uh, the state foundation that's letting them do that, or the city foundation, whatever it is. And apparently their organization is giving 100%. Oh, wow. Back to the city. Nice. Instead of just the ten percent.
2: And mm. keeping whatever for their church. Yeah. The building fund. To fill the to fill right. the coffers. Yeah. To buy a G six.
1: <laughs> Who's Tobias G <laughs> six? Creflo. It's uh Creflo, yeah. also
2: known as Mr. Dollar.
1: So what was his wife's name? Creflo's wife? Taffy or something?
2: No, that was his wasn't that his
1: brother? Is that his brother? I don't know. I don't know. They they all Whatever. had they all that Ice had... T's wife's name? No. Coco or something. Like that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no. I'm trying to think of ah uh, they, they all fucking... work at Willy Wonka's job. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> they're all Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, be sure to post the links out there for <clears throat> for the information that Brian gave us about uh where to where to get more information about the Pennsylvania Atheist and Humanist con- uh conference and also their effort to feed the hungry. That's awesome. 20, yeah. What was it? Twenty five cents per meal. Yep.
1: Twenty five. cents per meal per. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Feeds a person.
2: And so I'm looking at the GoFundMe, and yeah, they they're they're at third over thirty three hundred dollars for that. That is awesome. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I just that's super awesome.
2: They're doing such fantastic work. True, Dad. So, <laughs> speaking of fantastic work. Have you heard that a woman in Nebraska Same decided way. to file her own <laughs> decided to file her own handwritten lawsuit against all homosexuals? <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> decided to file a lo- a handwritten lawsuit, yes, against all, all homosexuals. Of
1: them. Every one, of every them. Them. single one of them, on the behalf of Jesus. <laughs> yes, and I,
2: I did I didn't see anywhere in here where she asks for a certain outcome, like
1: yeah. I was wondering why, why it wasn't on the
2: behold. Like, what is what is the relief that she's seeking other than just saying she wants to represent God and his son, Jesus Christ? Well, I think that's, yeah, I think I'd that's the point.
1: rebuke you in the name of the Lord. Lord!
2: I've always wondered, too, like, you know, people say that different miracles happen and shit like that. And, you know, we've talked about people getting hurt. You know, religious people when they get hurt, how quickly they abandon their faith and go to a science center, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 then you know yes, they they justify that. We have that. said that on this show before. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on the show, and and they justify this. You know, when you ask them, okay, well. How do you justify this? Why don't you just sit home and pray and they say, yep. "Well, you know, we've prayed in the past, and God has supplied us with doctors now and yeah. this technology and these right. remedies and... So, so
1: fuck everybody that lived before." right, right, exactly, right.
2: you know but they, they try to explain it away and justify it in that sense. and and so when I saw this case from this elderly woman, I, when I posted it on my timeline, I, I said, "Go home, grandma, you're drunk." Mm-hmm. I think she's a 66-year-old woman who just apparently has a lot of free time on her hands. Um but you know, if if God and Jesus really wanted this lawsuit to happen, why
1: doesn't one of them come down? Why don't they just eliminate their opposition? That's that's true, too. Never create. You're a fucking opposition, yeah. stupid. <laughs> God, that's the problem. Stupid. Well, it's so dumb. Like, why do you make your own enemy, you fucking idiot? Get rid of him right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, not even not even have Jesus. to wipe them out
2: later. Just don't fucking yes. make them in the first place. Exactly. Well, oh now,
1: oh fuck, now I got to create all these imperfect people who I'm gonna pretend to love, and then if they fuck up, I got to do this. No, fuck you. Just fucking get rid of them right at the beginning. <laughs> hey, God just, gave you free will and free agency, guy. That's <laughs> yeah. nah, just so fucking dumb. <laughs> but like, you yeah, know, I don't know. I don't know she, what she wants. that she thinks she's so
2: special. That she is the one who was called to this position of defending oh, God yeah. and Jesus oh, Christ. they all think
1: that, yeah. I think all the gays, all of them, need to just get a class action against her. For for <laughs> no reason, maybe it's just like a penny or something I love, like, like that. All I, love the gays, I love how it's the gays, and you're like on their side. All, all the gays <laughs> all across the, gays, the world should file individual every lawsuits against this
2: woman, yeah. <laughs> how fun would that Let's be? Let's show her
1: God's love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, so she decides that she's going to sue all homosexuals, and <laughs> and writes this this handwritten filing. Uh, and I've pulled up the Friendly Atheist blog here, where Hemant writes about it. He says that an Auburn woman calling herself an ambassador for God and His Son Jesus Christ followed a filed a lawsuit Friday against all homosexuals. Federal lawsuit, even. Sylvia Driscoll, 66, I got the number right, said in the suit that she is petitioning the U.S. District Court of Omaha to be heard no. in the matter of homosexuality.
1: Imagine, that it's in Nebraska.
2: Is homosexuality a sin or not a sin?
1: What about those of us that might be not- bi? Those of us? Well, I'm just saying those in the world that are. Oh. Mm. Yeah, those of us humans,
2: <laughs> us humans, those of us humans
1: who may be by yeah,
2: yeah, I know plenty of by is people. she against them? Right.
1: Yes, I'm sure she is.
2: I would, I would assume that she is of the talking? mind that 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 she is of the mind that there are no bisexuals. That one you of those. that you choose one or the other. Nope. That <laughs> that your sexual identity. And orientation is completely binary. I can't remember what's
1: the name of the scale. So Kinsey. So here's Kinsey. I broke it. I broke it. So here's (laughs) an interesting. That's 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 exactly what leads into my next question. So if you're pretending to be Sylvia Driscoll, 66 of Omaha, Nebraska, what about people who don't sort of fall in line with the quote traditional family, who may be more or less asexual? I've known quite a few. I'm not gay, but I could give a fuck less about sex.
2: Well then you're not actively sinning. I guess
1: that's because the
2: the LDS church is better than you. And I say don't fucking
1: you know gay
2: in and of itself isn't a sin. It's acting on those tendencies. All right. Those predilections. That will get you in trouble. Interesting. (laughs) Yes.
1: I'm asexual, and I could give a fuck less. (laughs) I couldn't. I could not give a fuck less. Could not. I'm fucking the least amount. I couldn't give a fuck less than I already. I could not possibly more than none. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wish I had a fuck to give. (laughs) But no, I don't even have that. But no, yeah, I don't have that. There are no, there are seriously no fucks to give. (laughs) So. All right, so I guess I'm good. So, <laughs> yeah, Kin- Kinsey came back after I put my, I put it in twice, and it's like I fucking don't know. You, I have no idea. You, well, I can't even remember the response. It was,
2: it just was like either. you fall outside any yeah something yeah you broke it yeah whatever you broke
1: our shit. Uh, <laughs> I think mine said it was fair to Midland. I don't know fair to Midland, Texas. Yeah. No, not, not, not Midland, Texas, but like <laughs> fair to Midland, like to the middle of the scale. I don't know what that means. I, that Fair. means I find sex sexy. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Ryan was like a super bro on that scale. <laughs> <Yeah>. One. <laughs> he was. He was a one. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was like a
2: one or one or, yeah, one or two. I think he was a one. I can't remember what he was. One, yeah, he two, was but... like hard one.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> it even looks like a boner.
1: <laughs> Just a <laughs> one. Hard one. Not a flaccid one. <laughs> what would a flaccid one look like? An R? Kind of like a two. That's not even a number. T. T-Rex arm. <laughs> kind, of like a, kind of like an R.
2: <laughs> so this says, Driscoll will be representing herself in the case of, and Hammond says, I'm not making this up, Driscoll v. Homosexuals. <laughs> because no attorney's touching this one with a 10-foot pole.
1: Or a 7-inch penis. <laughs>
2: No word yet on who's representing every gay person ever, <laughs> or how they're all going to fit inside the courtroom. I vote for Elton John.
1: <laughs> well, just a whole bunch of KY might help there. <laughs> oh, good old Kentucky jelly. That'll, that'll, get, that'll, that'll get, get them, get them, them all, all to the fit in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he.
2: So then Hammond posts the the pictures of this handwritten.
1: Lawsuit that Miss Driscoll has has filed, and she's mm. like written it on wide, wide rule <laughs> 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 notebook paper from high school. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it looks like a third grader learning cursive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: apparently, she refers to the defendants as homosexuals. Their given name, homosexuals, and their s- allies. Their Alice. I-, I would guess that that's supposed to be alias. Oh.
1: Yeah, I, I would think so, too. She says that... Wait, why is there a comma right there? Yeah, I was seeing God that earlier. and his. I saw that on the next one. It's, it's the triune
2: God. I don't know. <laughs> so, no, that's not even an Oxford sense. comma. Well, the first... That's, well, yeah, no, that's just not right. No, yeah. The, and the, his son. Because there's no and, yeah. Uh, well, after son. So so the first... No, no, no. The, yeah. the, the, the opening salvo is I, Sylvia Andriskel, ambassador for plaintiffs... She's Christ's
1: ambassador. Yeah, she's got three commas. There should be one. (laughs) God and His Son for plaintiff, Jesus Christ,
2: do set forth on this thirty day of twenty fifteen in writing this petition to the United States District Court of Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. You sound
1: like fucking Peyton Manning. <laughs> Omaha, <laughs> Omaha. Nebraska, on behalf of the plaintiffs. On God, be- comma, and his, comma, son, comma.
2: On behalf of the <laughs> plaintiffs. <laughs> I didn't even yeah, notice is That is the plaintiffs. <laughs> God, and his, comma, son, comma, Jesus Christ.
1: I wish hmm. people would start calling him by his real name, Josh.
2: Yeah. I, Sylvia Driscoll, Ambassador for the Plaintiffs, God, comma, and His, comma, Son, comma, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ <laughs> petition oh, oh, your honor and the Court of the United States, District Court of Omaha, comma. Omaha,
1: comma. Nebraska, comma.
2: capital, <laughs> to be heard in the matter of homosexuality. Is homosexuality a sin? Comma. Or not a sin, comma, comma not a question, question mark. mark. Yeah. And also,
1: end, end statement. There's no, that's the that's, end of the sentence. That's not no, even pe- the real no, sentence.
2: No, it's not. Defendants homosexuals. The
1: homosexuals say that's that... That's possessive defendant. Yeah, it is. A de- it's a possessive defendant. Yeah. <laughs> th- these homosexuals belong to this defendant.
2: <laughs> mein <My> Fuhrer! <tutor! laughs> the homosexuals, oh my God. I can't both, read it. both words capitalized, <laughs> say that it's... Not not a contraction. When it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Not a sin to be a homosexual, comma. and
1: and, Capital An. Not and, but an. And capital after a comma.
2: They have the right to marry. Comma. To be parents. Comma. And (laughs) gone.
1: (laughs) You know what's funny is she's a, she doesn't even know how to fucking text, and she still can't spell. I think so, this is somebody taking it a little bit too seriously when they're writing something to a judge. Be like, I think I just need to pepper this fucker with some commas. Yeah, <laughs> and I make myself sound intelligent. <laughs> I'm gonna put a semicolon in there somewhere. That's probably what she only she only has a semicolon, well, oh.
2: and then it continues. The homosexuals took that then away it, from so, me. So so it's the homosexual. The homosexuals say that it's not a sin to be homosexual, comma. And that they have the right to marry, comma, comma to be parents, comma and then capital and God doesn't care that their homosexuals comma. possessive use of their their homosexuals as if the homosexuals <laughs> own each other
1: because yeah. He loves them.
2: This wow. is just
1: it's ho- it's hard to read. <laughs> so if God doesn't care, what the fuck is this lawsuit about?
2: Stupid. He doesn't care that they're homosexuals. They're <laughs> what? homosexuals. What?
1: What? What, do homo- <laughs> what do they do? He doesn't care that they're homosexuals. What? They're homosexuals because he loves them. Yeah. Uh, ugh, they're like Pokemon's. Anyway, I just <laughs> thought this was funny. Like, oh grandma, oh grandma, I can't <laughs> believe you actually sent that. Yeah. I want to be the ambassador of something I don't know what (laughs) The (laughs)
2: ambassador of commas Yes, the ambassador of commas I'm
1: going to pin that to my title tonight In the email (laughs) (laughs) The ambassador of the Oxford comma Comma, and
2: (laughs) The Oxford comma is something That everyone should use AP is totally
1: fucking wrong For not using the Oxford comma Okay I think J.M. Bell agrees with us on that one, too. Yes. Who cares? <laughs> Is he over it yet? Or? Because fuck
2: that guy. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm just, I am just. was thinking about him today, actually. Is yeah. he over that GMO thing or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah, totally over it. I haven't it. heard anything about... Uh... No, yeah, totally over it. He, no, uh, no yeah, totally, totally way... So he's on board? GMOs
2: are cool? I don't know if I'd go that far. So he's not over it. <laughs> <laughs> then listen again and again and again.
1: <laughs> oh, you're making life difficult for me. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, no, tell, give him. I'll never check my. But give it to give it. Give him mine and have him come at me. It's fine. Well, yeah, hey, we started it. fat camp this week too. Yes. So.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I'm doing the fat camp. Oh. I'm tired of I'm tired of being fat, Dan.
1: Oh, oh, that's what. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, I could gain a few with you. Let's do it. <laughs> it is fat camp, right? I'm way ahead of you, dude. I'm so in the lead.
2: Yeah, you're tearing it up.
1: No, yeah. So we. I've had only three beers instead of like nine, like yeah. last
2: time. <laughs> I yeah I well, and I'm drinking Coke Zero cokes don't <laughs> taste good it
1: does taste good right it's yeah. so fucking much better than diet coke <laughs> <laughs> fuck diet coke <sighs> jesus just god just damn it says, <laughs> i can't dog them hard i was gonna give him shit about drinking bud light but i would had one too it was, it was refreshing <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> yeah. that was no, the most thirst quenching beer i've had all night well,
2: it's mostly water so, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly you, you, would be, you would be right and i would have to accept your criticism <laughs> <laughs> so here in utah this pained me to see an article in the uh, Salt Lake Tribune where a Mormon Sunday school teacher was dismissed for using church, uh, the LDS church's own race, S.A. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> Not punctuated. I don't know. I don't know why I, don't know why I just said S.A. <laughs> yeah, that was why. I'm not even awful. from Canada. <laughs> essay uh-huh. Using <laughs> Jesus Christ Give me a minute This Mormon
1: Sunday school teacher Was dismissed for using Church's own race essay In lessons Essay oh, Thank you
2: So So apparently
1: uh LDS <laughs> <laughs> long long story short, the guy's married Don't look at me. <laughs> it was it was funny because I was reading along and I was like SA I'm like, no, we're off that bad punctuation. I, I can't remember who the guy is married to, but he's a uh, he's married to a, a, a later lady that has darker skin from a different country. <sighs> and she, kids and oh, she black. Yeah. Yeah, she black. Well I yeah. just can't remember what I don't want Is he a ginger? I, is this I red? I think he's gingery. Yeah. I don't like it when people call people from other I mean other countries that are specifically from that country, oh, they're African-Americans. Maybe they're not Americans. Yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) Like, they could be British. I don't think there's...
2: No, she's black. Uh, Yeah, she's black. There's nothing wrong with saying somebody's black. She's also beautiful,
1: Yeah, yeah, she is really pretty. So anyway, kids in the Sunday school class were wondering, why would your wife join a religion that didn't want her about 20 years ago? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Nigerian, she is. Okay, yeah, so she is African, and if she's married to an American, she is... An American. So.
2: so so the story says it all started with a question. The Mormon youth simply asked his white Sunday school teacher why the man's Nigerian wife and her family would join a church that had barred blacks from being ordained to its all-male priesthood until 1978. That's a pretty
1: intelligent question for Sunday school. It really is. From a teenager. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Well, these are the kinds of questions yeah. that I was asking.
1: Yeah. They
2: hate it. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, fucking they're like, it. fucking don't ask us questions. Yeah. Exactly. Pray about it. You'll find an answer.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: Why, the student wanted to know, was the ban instituted in the first place? To answer the teen's inquiry, Brian Dawson turned to the Utah-based faith's own materials, including its groundbreaking 2013 essay entitled Race and the Priesthood.
1: I hope the priesthood wins that race.
2: (laughs) His research prompted an engaging discussion with his class of 12 to 14-year-olds. But it didn't please his local lay leaders who removed him from his teaching assignment, even though the essay has been approved by top Mormon leaders and appears on the church's official website,
1: lds.org. Which is the problem with having lay people as head clergy.
2: It's also clearly a problem with the way the LDS Church disseminates information to its members and posts information on their fucking website. Because all of their essays, these these letters, the the 13 letters that they've been publishing, the essays, in order to address the more sticky uh, points of their doctrine and the Church's history, none of them have fucking dates on them, so you never know when it was published I mean, you know, if you just go out to their website, it looks like it's been there for fucking ever, and it yeah. hasn't been because they don't date shit because they don't want anybody to be able to create a timeline of their dipshittery. Yeah, right? they don't
1: want to be time stamped. Yeah, yeah.
2: So they don't they don't create a timeline, and then they don't ever they don't ever post these things with any great fanfare, right? And they're not listed. On um, their front page or anything, it it they just good. they just kind of floated out there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the afternoon <clears throat> turd. Like <laughs> this is something I'm just going to put out there and flush away and go about my business for the rest of the day. I'm, I'm outside, do I'm a little go bit apart. of paperwork, and because it's an afternoon poop, I'll probably need to clean up a little bit more later. <laughs> Because the sphincter is not quite t- closed <laughs> tightly afterwards,
1: just to make sure we go into great detail about this. there will be some leakage <laughs> that I'll have to clean up later. Is this well? Were they olestra
2: lays or were they? Oh, sorry. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints declined to comment on the handling of the Sunday School incident. Mm-hmm. But reiterated its efforts to spread the word about the race article and its other essays on Mormon history and theology. Mm-hmm. That just
1: makes me feel like they didn't say a single word. They just had tight lip and they just pointed at a fucking computer screen like revert to book. Yeah, yeah. It, uh. What's that, Lassie?
2: <laughs> no, not so, bark, <laughs> well, and And part of these, the one that I still. Like, you know, the blacks in the priesthood, sure, that's fucking crazy. Everybody knows that. The one that still blows me away is the LDS Church posting an essay saying that they believe in the literal truth and story of the Nowakian flood. Mm-hmm. Like, according to LDS doctrine, <laughs> as published wacky in right in, of, in it. I in, mean as published <laughs> in one of their recent essays that is god's literal truth in the bible it's it's not allegory it's yeah. it's not
1: well not only that but if you want to refer them to mormon theology then what they're going to find is that black people were less valiant before coming to earth and that's why they were cursed quote with that skin is that really what you want them to uncover when they've got questions already yeah no you fucking morons well so <laughs> apparently
2: when they when they were talking about even creating these essays and releasing them there were there was you know huge amounts of dissent Within the, the quorum of the 12 as far as, you know, if we put these out there, we're going to lose a lot of members, people will start questioning more, and then other people saying, well, if we don't address it, they're going to have people finding this information elsewhere. This is a way for us to present our side of the case and, mm-hmm. and give them this information and say, oh, no, we're, we're being open and forthcoming about this information. Yeah. And of course, they're not really being all that open and all that forthcoming. No, if it, they were, then they would it would be on their front page. They would be dating it. They would they would be mm-hmm. passing it out to all of their congregations. And they would saying, address it. Yeah, absolutely. They wouldn't just float it out on their fucking website as like if it's been there poop. all the time. Yeah, as <laughs> like an afternoon poop. <laughs> uh, the LDS
1: Church has. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that something? I have Maybe to not look for everybody. No, I, I try to get a work poop in at least once a week.
2: Yeah, just it. once. Well, I'm only well, in the office once a week, so. Oh. Like, all of my poops are work poops, really, because I'm working Bastard. from home I wish the I could
1: telecommute. I can't do that. Oh,
2: it's so nice. Uh the story continues that the LDS Church, quote, has communicated the value of these essays in many ways, including direct correspondence to priesthood leaders. End quote. Spokesperson Doug Anderson says... Is that the
1: whitest name of all time? Doug, Doug Anderson, Anderson, with two E's. S-E-N, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, maybe Whitey Whiteson. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Cracker
1: McHeringbone.
2: <laughs> yeah. Joseph Smith. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> John a- Smith. <laughs> in addition, church-owned media, social media sharing, and Facebook have been effective in making these essays more widely available. The essays are also translated into numerous languages.
1: Oh, well, good for you.
2: (laughs) Good for you! Good for you!
3: (laughs) Yeah, well,
1: you know... Thanks, Bob. They send people... (laughs) Yeah. They send people all over the world on their own dollar to fucking learn these languages, so of course. Yeah. Let me tell you, that Ukrainian my brother-in-law knows is really using... He's really using that in the real world. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Also, we use that good for you way more aggressively than Bob ever has. We were all just like, God, yeah!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like we were attacking
1: somebody with a yeah, fork, yeah. This his is much funnier.
2: <laughs> Nonetheless, the essay on race says, Tamu Smith, mm. co-author... <laughs> what was that about?
1: Pacific Islander, I bet.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, probably co-author of Diary of Two Mad Black Mormons. No, nope, oh, no Polynesian. Okay, never
1: mind, I'm sorry.
2: Is not all that familiar to the LDS faithful and, often, their congregational leaders. Quote, the majority of the church doesn't know anything about it. Actually, he didn't say anything. The majority of the church doesn't know about it, says Smith, who has traveled the country for book signings and speaking events. My former stake president in Provo would not have known about it either if I hadn't called it to his attention. <laughs>
1: your stake which, president. <laughs> yeah, which highlights
2: which highlights yeah. what I said earlier that they're not fucking giving this to their yep. to their church to their to their, their church leaders yeah. to the to the uh, fucking they're not church leaders the on the ground, area yeah.
1: authorities, yeah. <clears throat> but it also highlights the fact that people are believing shit without knowing what the fuck they're believing.
2: Yeah. Well, and they don't they don't care to Investing? No, they it don't. And even it's the just church's true, leaders, and I know it. Yeah, even the church's leaders. Well, I'll I'll just read the rest of the story here. Uh, despite the essay, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm giggling about trying to get crazy with essay. Despite the <laughs> essay being included in the latest curriculum for LDS high school and college students, she says, "Quote: Many seminary teachers for high school, institute, college teachers, and even some people teaching at Brigham Young University are blind to it." Even when you point things out to them, oh, no, imagine that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Even when you show an LDS person, no, this is what happened. They go. Mm. Joseph Smith had how many wives? Well, that's what it that's says a now, but they may just reverse that later. They'll probably edit it later. I mean, it used to say white and delightsome, and it doesn't anymore. So who knows? Really, mm. five years from now, six months from now, five days from now, it could be different. You don't know.
1: You don't know. You don't know. I just believe that the Lord wants us to ask questions and challenge Him, and if we pray, I know He'll give us the answers. No, I don't the, see
2: the the other part of this story that I fucking love continues later, but we'll get there. You, what you just said reminded me of it. Uh, it's great. The essay is on the church website. Smith says, but people don't believe it. Why
1: don't people believe it? It's on the church's fucking official website. Because it's not. It's because the because the church's official position is not honest. They're believing the words that are coming out of their mouths, which are not addressing this point. And so when they read it, they think, nah, fuck that. That's not what I want to believe, and it's not what they've ever said. So, it's nothing
2: that I've ever heard, therefore yep.
1: it's not true. Exactly. And I it, just wanted to direct people to go look for Thomas Monson's bad lip reading. Someone did a bad lip reading for oh, him. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs>
2: it's really, really good. Uh, it was neither signed nor penned by the governing first presidency nor has it been mentioned, alluded to, or footnoted exactly. in speeches by LDS authorities exactly. at the faith's semi-annual general conferences. Which is another part of the fucking problem. Like I said, they just floated out there like an afternoon turd. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not quote-unquote official doctrine. We just put it on the website. You can't tell me that that's the church's actual stance. Who wrote it? When did they post it? And so they are removed we, the, They removed. Are we going to really Sunday?
1: have a record for poop jokes while, I, <laughs> while I'm standing in as producer of this? <laughs> So they removed the guy from his uh, Sunday school teaching, and they didn't reinstate him afterward, b- based on them being wrong about it. And he's kind of saying that, yeah, I'm going to keep teaching the kids that this is the kind of this is the kind of uh, documentation that's out there for this thing. And the 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 bishop's like, well, I'm getting a feeling from the spirit saying that you need to not do that. And he's like, well, I'm getting a feeling from the spirit that I should be doing this. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, you guys are getting contradictory messages from the same. Same Martian from Kolob, I mean... <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Well, well, it says that Smith is all in favor of speaking openly about black Mormon history, especially at church meetings and acknowledging mistakes, even by LDS leaders. Quote, You would think bishops and stake presidents would have a, vast, a vested interest in telling the truth about history, she says. Sometimes they act like they don't, because they're afraid. They're af- How... How disingenuous and how infirm in your faith do you have to be to be afraid of something that is announced on the church's official of, fucking website? No, I'm going <laughs> to revise that.
1: How fucking... Uh, uh, to be afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. Of anything! You have the creator of the entire fucking universe on your side. What could you possibly do? And your church is true and correct and perfect. Your church is the rest of how afraid of. how could
2: it not withstand any fucking criticism put a, put forth about
1: yeah what are you so worried about yeah. Jesus I just don't want... well wanna... not Jesus he's on your side I'm just but I mean there can't possibly be anything unless you don't fully believe it I'm just afraid that I'll come out looking bad well okay <laughs> yeah I mean but but at some level fear if you fear has to be if if any true believer has a fear of anything. In that element, in that area, they can't possibly be a true believer. There's got to be a gap in their testimony in that area. Or there would yeah. never be a reason to fear anything.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean... This if guy you,
1: does everything.
2: If you're a true believer and, you, and you're firm in your faith yes. and know that it's true, you then nothing never, said against it could yep. ever shake it.
1: Nothing, no, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Ever. Not just set, Not just words, action, nothing. Yeah. I mean, this is eternity with the most powerful thing that's ever been. If you're on his side, why do you fear anything ever? Yeah. That's Especially just fucking ridiculous. Especially death. Death, because it's... Especially death.
2: It's your time. He's yeah, because calling you back. You're going to go hang out with J-Rock and,
1: out. and Big Daddy. Yeah, because Earth Earth is nothing but a... a, a, a testing a, ground, a, yeah, a proving a, ground, whatever the yeah. hell. It's a
2: temporal, fleeting moment of time. You're Yeah.
1: You get, you get to sit right next to... It's a place to wipe your feet before the real life begins.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Anyway. I found out they baptized Hitler.
2: Several times, actually, I think.
1: Yeah. So we get to party and, with and Frank, and... <laughs> In the afterlife, what yeah. the fuck? Well,
2: <laughs> only if he's chosen to accept the invitation. Yeah, it's up to him. <laughs> but still,
1: why wouldn't you? Why when wouldn't you're presented you? yeah. with it. <laughs> right, so, so now heaven's going to be full of Mormons, Jews, and Hitler. That'll be a party. <laughs> and a shitload of atheists. <laughs>
2: So last fall in Honolulu, Dawson, a BYU Hawaii graduate and a returned mission, Jesus Christ, and a returned Mormon missionary S. A. faced a gaggle of teens in his Sunday school class. A gaggle, wow! He heard the question and took a breath. You
1: know, Comma. he began. <laughs> <laughs> we could, dude. You're going to go into a coma. coma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we could rely on the personal witness of believing black members, but there is also a church-approved document the class could read together.
1: It's called Race in the Priesthood. That sounds like so much fucking fun. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And was published December 2013 on the Faith's own website. Can't we just finger paint or make macaroni art for mom? This student, I remember
2: (laughs) doing the macaroni art and fucking shit tons of glitter. Like, I look back on those times, like, I used so fucking much glitter when I was in the LDS church, like, I wonder if that's what made me an LGBT
1: ally I've got three little girls at home. I've got, I've got, I've got glitter fucking Nothing? everywhere. Oh, no, it was okay. I just I, I knew you were going there from the minute you you started emphasizing it. Come use my guest toilet. There's glitter all around it from the kids playing around. The- <laughs> well, no, okay. If you're if you're fabulous, if your afternoon turds are glitter, that's something totally different. <laughs> The
2: students eagerly agreed, so the following week Dawson arrived, armed Eager. with the essay and several articles from the church's official Ensign magazine about early black Mormons, including Elijah Abel, Jane Manning James, and Green Flake. Which is just a cool name. It sounds like a pot. It that sounds it like a pot. It does sound like a pot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you blaze the crons? What are <laughs> yes. How many marijuanas have you smoked today? Yeah. Jeez. I have smoked three Green Flake. <laughs> That's on fleek, let me tell you. <laughs> they learned that Abel was Sorry. ordained to the I want priesthood. A bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they they learned that Abel was ordained to the priesthood during the time of LDS founder Joseph Smith. James had walked across the plains and had sought temple access unsuccessfully for decades and Flake was among the first Mormon settlers to enter the Salt Lake Valley. <laughs> All three remained committed Latter-day Saints throughout their lives. The essay noted that priesthood noted the priesthood ban was rooted more in earthly racism during Brigham Young's era than heavenly revelation. And I think we've talked about this before yeah, when I said that true. in this essay they basically threw Brigham Young under the bus and said, oh no, he was just a giant fucking
1: racist, you know. Uh, Brigham, Mortal man, not speaking as a prophet, blah blah blah. Yeah, but except for their spiritual doctrine still says that black people are less valiant in well, kingdom Well, they of heaven, have so. tried to
2: make amends and change some of that some of the text within their documents. That like I
1: said, it's no longer white and delightsome, it's pure and delightsome. Yeah, didn't Brother Brigham yeah, but, want to convert them Moon people. Yes. Well, and he actually he actually made an amendment to Joseph Smith's moon people and said that there were inhabitants of the sun as well. <laughs> well so. North Korea went there last week, so right. <laughs> yeah, they they can verify. They can verify. Uh. Mission accomplished. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so pointing out or pointing that out that I
1: don't think we have any listeners in North Korea. Probably not. North Korea is best Korea. <laughs> North Korea is a uh, busy Korea. Best Korea. Pointing that
2: out, and that future missionaries would or should understand this history, was where Dawson's troubles began. After the class, students told their families about the conversation. One parent complained to Dawson's bishop. Complained that this guy is telling them what's available out on the LDS.org website. <laughs> Let me teach you some history. I don't agree with his history. <laughs>
1: Anything... Is this in the preach my gospel?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Quote Anything regarding black history before nineteen seventy eight is irrelevant <laughs> Dawson recalls Ooh. his bishop saying and a moot point. Interesting. It it's... doesn't matter if we went on murderous rampages killing yeah. every black person inside. It's irrelevant. So he's... now they can hold the priesthood and everything is happy and gay. Yeah, this is this except is...
1: it's not really gay because we don't like the gays either. This is the Hinckley style argument. Ah. That just reminds me of the uh Family Guy episode where they go visit like Austria. And they notice that there's pages missing out of the history of Austria during like the years of 1938 <laughs> and nineteen forty. Nothing happened then! Everybody was on vacation! <laughs> Everything was fine? Everything was fine!
2: Nothing <laughs> happened! <laughs> yeah. So after being told that anything before 1978 is irrelevant and a moot point, the former teacher says his bishop insisted during a February interview that Dawson agree never again to bring up the essay or discuss <laughs> black Mormon history in the class. Dawson declined, even after believing he would be released from teaching the class for disobedience. Quote, if the Holy Spirit guides me in a way that involves these multitude of documents, he asked the bishop, who am I to, re- to resist the enticing of the Spirit? And this is when I, is when I told you this is mm-hmm. the part of the story that I fucking love, right? <laughs> so the bishop replies, according to Dawson, the Spirit is telling me to tell you not to use
1: those documents, and so it went. Yeah, now I feel like an asshole for bringing that up. Dawson <laughs> says he reminded
2: his local LDS leaders that he simply was responding to a sincere question, not creating some alternative curriculum. My emotions were re- were high, he recalls. I felt confused and didn't know what was going on. That's when his Nigerian wife stepped in. Dun dun. And there's a heartbreak in the story at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so this that that whole bit there, like. Oh no! The, I feel the spirit calling me, and yeah. the bishop's like, "No, well, I feel the spirit telling me to tell you that your spirit calling yeah. is fucking wrong." That which is the whole, God damn it! Yeah. The, you know, the, <laughs> the LDS Church for a long time back in Joseph Smith's days was all about personal revelation and all that. Until people started getting competing revelations, then yep. it was like, "Oh no, no!" You know, we uh, should have a main prophet seer and revelator. Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah. You guys should should pray and feel the spirit but the spirit won't talk directly to you necessarily they'll talk to me okay cuz I'm the man I'm the head honcho <laughs> yeah I'm the one who will who will speak personally to the holy spirit yep ah. and it's all no drugs are bad uh-huh. <laughs> so with the threat of being dropped from teaching he and his wife Azin Dostin, he and his wife, Azine Dawson, agreed to meet with the bishop and their LDS stake president, who oversees a number of Mormon congregations in Hawaii. Azine's parents joined the LDS Church in Nigeria in the early 1980s. So, just after the LDS Church yep. said,
1: Um, God yeah, changed okay. his mind and now blacks can hold the priesthood. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to start going to all these other countries. <laughs> yeah.
2: This will make it so much easier to recruit all the blacks! Yay! Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. The family members moved to Hawaii where they were sealed. In quotes, it says, for some reason. Well, this is from the Salt Lake Trib, so oh, they're yeah. being snarky as shit. So.
2: <laughs> What's well, Peggy Stack? She's usually not very snarky. Oh. Uh, a few years later, as an eternal family in the LDS temple. I would have put the quotes around eternal, eternal family, family. Yeah. versus sealed. Uh, as a young girl, Azine didn't even think about the now disavowed reasons for the church's previous prohibition on blacks because they probably didn't fucking talk to him about it when yeah. they came as missionaries to no, their home. For, oh, of course they didn't. That they were fence-sitters in a pre mortal world, or that they bore the curse of Cain until she was a teen. Yeah, both of those,
1: fence-sitters and curse of Cain, are in quotations. Yeah. But, that, but they shouldn't be, because that's what the fucking doctrine says. Yeah. Well, maybe she's quoting doctrine. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fair enough. Uh, quote, even I used some of those reasons, she says now. I didn't know they were false doctrine.
1: Uh, what were false well, doctrine. They're not. No, that's in your those doctrine. are that's those sexual. are in the doctrine. That's yeah. Yeah. that's in your that's in your book.
2: Yep. Hasen spent her high school years in Upstate. In
1: fact, I'll bet you that the bishop the bishop may be thinking that this man doesn't even have the right to revelation because he married a curse. Ooh, that could be. I mean, I.
2: I know that a lot of LDS I don't church call them, them that are, by the way. I'm just
1: saying. No, yeah, I know that a lot of LDS church members, <laughs> so
2: even after 1978, are very upset. I mean, there was there was a huge there was a huge commotion in the church when that happened, right? Where yeah. where they said, "Okay, no, yeah. God changed his mind. Blacks can now hold the priesthood." There were a lot of people who
1: left the church over that because yeah. they're like, "No, but I'm racist." Burr, 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 burr. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm shocked they didn't have separate entrances and separate water fountains at the <laughs> temple still. Oh
2: no! You, you should be nice. You should be nice to them because if you're nice and they follow Christ's teachings, then they too can become can white become and white. delightsome.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to offend a potential white person. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Azine spent her high school years in upstate New York and felt accepted in her Mormon congregation there. As a freshman at BYU, however big shock. Mm-hmm. She experienced the sting of racism from her church community for the first time. I, I find that
1: hard to believe that was the first time. I bet you there were a shitload of microaggressions before that even happened.
2: Well, but I mean, I, I am not at all shocked that she found Oh, your hair is so curly like, and wavy.
1: It's so nice. Like overt, I wish I had your hair.
2: Overt racism of yeah. U.I.U. Uh, <laughs> my Quote My freshman roommate from Pleasant Grove refused to talk with me, she says. She was uncomfortable being around me. I mean, how does anybody Jeez. talk to a black person, right? I mean, don't they have a completely different language and <sighs> Fuck. Today, Azine is married with four children, ages seven, five, three, and one, and finds the church's essay on race helpful at explaining the past. Now I have resources, she says, to teach my children.
1: Those are all odd numbers. That Sorry, is,
2: <laughs> and nicely, nicely spaced, two years apart, and they're all prime
1: numbers. Also,
2: now I, ooh, <laughs> now I have resources. She says to teach my children. That is Weird. why your husband's exchange with the bishop was so baffling. It didn't make sense to me. As Ian says, he was not teaching black history; he was teaching Mormon history. Yep. Which, right there, seems really telling to me. Right, she's saying. That she would expect church leaders to have a problem with her husband teaching black history. As a black woman in the LDS church, she would expect her church leaders to have a problem with her husband teaching black history.
1: To whiten the How kids. fucking yeah. sad is that? Yeah, I guess so.
2: He was not teaching black history, well, he was teaching I, I took Mormon that, history. I took that
1: a different way. I mean, I I think there could be some of that in there, but I think I think her point is he's in church. He's not teaching black history. He's teaching church history. Yeah, that's how I took it. But yeah, I mean, you you could be right. Yeah, I I would bet it's more in line with what I'd you're be saying. fucking jazzed as him. I'd be like, great! I don't have to do this stupid calling anymore. That's awesome. <laughs> Eventually, their local LDS leaders agreed the Dawson's materials were legitimate, but decided <laughs> he shouldn't teach them anyway. Okay, so now how do you des- how do you decide that's the case? Because if there's le- if they're legitimate, they're from who? Who who are they from? Joseph Smith, Jesus? And now a bishop is going to say, well, now never mind you that. It was... (laughs) So the church's argument
2: is that it was too much for the kids, (laughs) and church was not the right venue for the discussion about church history. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't
1: you dare come to us with questions.
2: Brian Dawson's Uh, term as teacher thus ended, but the conversation about race and the priesthood will continue Quote, our children are going to deal with this, his wife says. Lots of members are going to have to deal with it and talk about it. If people open their eyes to LDS Black History on their own, they leave the church, Tomu (laughs) Smith says. But if we help open their eyes, they stay with us. If I can be there to help guide them and tell them why the LDS Church isn't a horribly fucking racist organization, yeah. maybe they'll stay. If they find out that the LDS Church is a horribly fucking racist organization <laughs> all by themselves, they're probably going to leave. Yeah, which means we don't get their fucking money. 10%. Ah! Uh, she would rather hear the truth, Smith says, from someone who wants to keep me in the faith. Mm-hmm. hmm They're... Uh,
1: I, oh, baby, only you know how to lie to me the way I need to be lied to. Black
2: Black Mormons are like log cabin Republicans. Like, yeah. I don't
1: fucking understand it. Yeah.
2: She would rather hear the truth, Smith says, from someone who wants to keep me in the faith. Like, perhaps a Sunday school teacher, Peggy Stack adds, mm-hmm. adds at the very end of the story. Yeah. I just... this This story bothered me... For so many fucking reasons that I think I kind of went through there while I was reading it, but i mean for for active leaders at a local level of the l d s church to say, "You can't teach that well but it's 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 now official church doctrine really yeah, I know i but... mean it's it's out on their website, this is what they want us to start teaching, this is what they're promoting as the actual history of the church yeah, well, the don't, Spirit, do the don't do that still don't telling
1: me that it's not going to be good yeah. for our guys. I know
2: the spirit told you one thing but the spirit is telling me to tell you that the spirit thinks that the spirit you're hearing is fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, the rule book clearly <laughs>
1: states this is the answer to that question. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> and I hold a higher calling than you, so obviously I'm correct.
1: Yeah. I
2: think that's just
1: so fucked. fucking passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> mhm.
2: Every bit about that just fucking bothered me. Anyway, I think that's about time for tonight, yeah. We're uh couple hours in, at least. Yeah, a couple Two on hours. the dot. Yeah, nice. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, I have a little bit of a teaser, teaser that I will be posting at the very, very end of the show. I will be playing a song after we close out here, and then at the very, very, very end of that song, I'm going to post a little teaser about who we're going to have on the show next week. So be sure that you stick around and listen to the whole goddamn thing. Or just listen next week and you'll figure out who it is anyway (laughs) because they'll be here. (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. Do what you want. I'm not your fucking ecclesiastical leader for Christ's sake. (laughs) Alright. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you
1: next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Choices always were a problem for you. What you need Strong to guide you. They've been blind and
0: dumb and born to follow.
3: Why?
2: This is Lucian Greaves with the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Godless Revolution.